0: The Say Something Podcast is brought to you by a AmomentWithMorris.com and BlackBlueprints.com That's BlackBlueprints with a z.com I am Jermaine Morris here with the one and only Mr. Barry Axius Yes, sir We are bringing you the newest episode of the Say Something Podcast Say something, say something, say something It's where we get together, talk about everything happening in the life Out here in the traffic, out here in these streets In these cold, cold, cool streets it's
1: cold. Still got it. Still got it. <laughs> Still got it, baby.
0: Yeah, coming at you with episode number eighty-seven. Yes, sir. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. We always Dwight like- Clark. All
1: right, Dwight. Eighty-seven. Wasn't he eighty-seven?
0: I'm gonna I'm go ahead and just say okay. Okay. I'm top of my head, I yeah. I'm, I'm not even gonna try to I I even actor. Fan, I'm but not going sure. to actor own like I know that one. Uh, as always, we like to. Highlight the importance and significance of telling our own stories and creating our own narrative. A Moment of Excellence with Jermaine Morris. So this individual is a contemporary uh, and she's young. So a lot of times, you know, we're talking about folks at the end of their career. They've had, you know, a long life and and, and a legacy that they have left behind. Uh, What she's done in a very short period of time in life is definitely something to be noted and, and to be discussed, to be heralded, to be championed because of, of what she's done in a short time. She was born in 1997. I mean, some of us could probably vividly remember what we were doing Man, the day she came into the world. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. <laughs> Uh We probably remember where we was at. She was born in Columbus, Ohio in 97. She was born uh, one of four siblings to a mother who reached a point to where she realized that she couldn't properly care for, for all of her children. So they ended up in and out of foster care. And uh, when her mother's father found out that her, her, his grandkids were in out of foster care, he kind of stepped up and, and made a move to take in two of his grandkids. And then his uh, son took in the other two. And this is uh, around the uh, town of Spring outside of uh, North Houston. In that time period, she would uh, go on to, to start practicing and training in something that w- and in such a short period of time. I mean, like she ain't been on the planet that long. And in this time period, she has become what some dub as to be the, the greatest gymnast Ooh, ever.
1: I know the mood. I know the mood.
0: Go ahead. Ever. A five-time world all-around all champion. She's got the most world medals. She is the most uh, world gold medals of any gender. She's the first American gymnast to win a world medal on every event. The first gymnast since 1988 to win a medal in every event at the same single Olympic or world championship like ever. Like Mm -hmm. when you start thinking about all the stuff that that we talk about and all the gymnasts out there doing, we're not even talking about by gender. We're not talking about it ever in the totality of, of, of a very short time period.
1: Greatest ever. Greatest
0: ever. Uh, she just made headlines by throwing out the first pitch of Game Two, of the World Series of the Houston Astros and the Washington Naturals, where she did a backflip first, then threw the through the pitch uh, to home plate. We gotta make a little love and appreciation. This young sister doing big things, and with nothing but greater days ahead of her. Shout out one time, social love to one Miss Simone
1: Biles. Yeah, la, 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 la. I remember watching her um, like what a month ago, and I was just amazed. Excuse me. I was amazed by her just her genuineness that comes off, at least on the screen. Yeah. And just how she was just levels and levels ahead of the game. Levels and levels. Like the folks were good. She was just that damn better. She is so good that
0: she was getting... She was almost getting penalized she because she was that good. Because she could do things that no one else has ever done. Yeah. So the scoring wasn't fair mm-hmm. because you could, it's almost like oh, we're going to grade this class on a curve. Mm-hmm. And if, if you know, on a scale of one to 10 is what we're grading the curve on, well, she scored a 20. Yeah. Okay, so how can we, we can't even score this right because no one has ever got a 20. Man. So we're, we we, 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 like, she was getting penalized because she was so much better than everybody else that's crazy like th- th- it, i mean ridiculous better mm-hmm. and it was uh gold medalist it was a uh, mary lou retton who was yes in the, uh, that mary 80s. lou the the, the the 80s fame. she was the one that dubbed her she said this is the greatest mm-hmm. gymnast ever
1: yeah and, and, and it's that not even come, close and coming from her because she was like a Ameri- americans america's darling yeah it was 84 right yeah 84 olympics i remember her growing up watching her and, I mean, she was on everything. She was the one. And yeah, the Wheaties box. Yeah, and, and the people. way they, um, you know, promoted her, the way they uh, advertised her, you were going to get anything better than that. And yeah. just watch this happening right now. And I don't think um, our girl gets as much credit as she deserves. Not, not at all. Because she's now, black. Of course, we don't. Yeah, and and,
0: and <laughs> like, that's the, the emphasis on the margin is not even close. Yeah, like, they do speak on You her. can debate on certain things of where you're saying, okay, well— um LeBron to Jordan. You can compare eras well, yeah, and yeah. well, somebody have, who's like, okay, well, it's kind of this. Well, yeah, or this and that. This is like comparing Tiger to every other golfer in 2002 I know, and that's what I'm like, saying. Like it's not even
1: close. With the LeBron James and them argument, it's like six rings, no losses, and LeBron the man, the the major losses he's had and only three rings. With her, you know, it's just kind of like if she was a man. I believe it would be a whole different yeah,
0: you're story. You're comparing uh Michael Jordan to Vinny Del Negro.
1: <laughs> you funny.
0: You're saying <laughs> like, you compare it like he was all right, but
1: he wasn't Michael LeBron Jordan. LeBron
0: James the Penny Hardaway.
1: Depending on what Penny now, Hardaway you're talking I'm about, I'm saying like, overall career. Yes.
0: Okay. I'm saying like the the margin from her to whomever you want to say. Because Penny name. was one of my guys. Yeah. There's. If he didn't you, have injuries, it, Penny would have probably been that person. Yeah. But she's anyway. so good, you can't even see her competitor in her rearview mirror. Well, that's fact that, Now that's yeah. Something. If, if it was middle of the night and they was driving with their headlights on, if she looks in her rearview, she's not seeing two little yeah. light bulbs in the distance. Like like, and and that's why when we talk about make sure we create our own narrative and tell our own stories and make sure that we hoist up who we need to and not wait for everybody else to affirm and, and do it. Because we have all the time in this at the exact same era where mm-hmm. all our little girls are being told to be like Cardi. Yeah. In the exact same era where our little girls are being told they need to be Meg DeStallion.
1: Yeah.
0: They've got Simone Biles. Yeah. Who they could you know what I'm With saying? All like,
1: those ratchet chicks on the Love and hip-hop shows yeah. and things of that nature. I'm saying this Even though I'm a fan of Megan Thee Stallion, I mean, I respect what uh, Cardi B's doing because actually Cardi B, she's actually doing the smart thing and she's converting into acting. Not hearing that she's the greatest actor, but 50 Nobody Cents. Nobody is in the beginning. Yeah, 50 Cents wasn't the greatest actor and now he has power. Yeah. You get what I'm talking about? So, you know, shout out and salute to the to the, to the the queen yeah. doing the thing. I think for the... Cause that's something too so we you know we always have like
0: well it's this like, like a good example i look at so you take meg the stallion who i think got bars who who's doing what she wants to do for what she wants to do yeah and there's a place for her. like i said and then you've got the other other things i remember growing up so we just talk. we ain't got together
1: in a minute like, i know i mean it's like dude you've been ducking me dog like you owe me some money or something like that going on I like mean, you look at you look i mean you're looking all different i wish the folks could see you I mean, you looking all I'm down about thirty five. Yeah, let's give it. let's a salute to Black <laughs> Excellence on that. You know, I was just thinking that something happened. You know, right. and that weight problem. Can't uh, wait to eat. Uh, man, well, so, shoot. Uh, how can you not? Like, how do you have weight problems and you're a vegetarian? I don't. I'm trying to figure that out. Oh, there's there's a whole lot of unhealthy
0: vegetarians. The, the Cheetos don't have meat in them. Ah, you know what I'm saying like just because people, just because you can say I'm, I'm a vegetarian, vegetarian I eat I'm a vegan or I'm a, I'm smoking cigarettes. Uh, yeah, like you can, Cheetos. you can, you can drink a six pack of beer, smoke a pack of cigarettes, eat yeah. Doritos and and all this stuff and be vegetarian every night. Yeah, you can, you can do all those things and, and still and, and still be unhealthy. Yeah. that's a misnomer to believe that because. You you know
1: you don't eat meat that that means that you're healthy exactly and I think that the misconception of that is what people play into all the time yeah you know and I mean? and I
0: think that the, the, the mis I'm not even call it misrepresentation I'm just gonna say good marketing from the other side oh like, excellent marketing so like we have uh we talking a little bit so like like those Impossible Burgers or the the Beyond Meats and not stuff. In all. why not eat meat <laughs> that's my thing but, like why not eat meat like that's an example for people who if you say I don't want to eat meat because I care about animal cruelty yeah that's why you eat it okay but it's not more healthy than beef. It's
1: not. It's not at all. Not at all. So, it's so that new burger spot, what is it called? I, I forgot it. There's something. This new craze um, was supposed to be vegetarian. And it,
0: yeah, so if you have like ones made out of like bean or some are based out of mushroom, that's one thing. But if you're the, the ones that are like the Beyond Meat, and I ain't gonna lie because I, I bought stock in them when they opened, so I made some money off them. So I, oh, really? Yeah, so I, so I appreciate them. But uh, a lot of money? I mean, I did pretty cool.
1: But they're highly, highly super processed. So it's that's really a thing, like the the this artificial kind of meat thing. Yeah. So like what it is,
0: it's, they'll say it's plant based. It's just super processed. So even though it's not beef, it
1: doesn't necessarily mean that it's healthy. And now look at the keyword though. So, What's the keyword you just said? Processed. Nah. Looks other like, one. The other P. Uh, plant based. Plant based. Yeah. So when you hear plant based, it's a trigger word, right? Just yeah, like marketing. The marketing of organic. It's yeah. a trigger word, right? But yeah. well, then you come to find out that your shit's not even organic or what the, the true meaning and definition of organic is, exactly. right? I mean, in this world we live in, because we are so much consumers, marketing and strategy on how to market to certain individuals, yeah. especially with those key lines, organic, plant-based, yeah. it makes a person run so it becomes a, a striving industry just by the words, yeah. not necessarily the product. But just by the words it's advertised.
0: That's all it is. And so when you when you, like the, the buzzwords, the keywords, like so, this is you know it's uh, it's, it's, it's plant based. It makes healthy. It's okay. Well, organic, organic. That makes it healthy. Nah, it, it just means that it, it it doesn't have one these particular things in it. <laughs>
1: you know, and so made with or uh, what is it, uh, 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 soy or some bullshit. Yeah, a bunch of stuff shit?
0: that's you know what they'll do is they'll tell you what it doesn't have. Coconut like sometimes. oil. Sometimes does not have this. Okay, but they don't tell you what it put in its place. Mm. You know, and so to me, I'm a big, I'm a big options. They, you want I'm not, you don't need to take Oreos off the shelves. Yeah. Just, can I get some, some, you know, some vegetables that don't, that are not, you know, two thirds pesticide? Yeah. Like you can leave the Cheetos there if you want to. You know, you can leave the steaks in the steak section. You mm-hmm. can leave all that, but we just, the options, the other. You and know, that you can consume have, it. Yeah. I mean, I mean I you can have some too much of my boy everything. that is you can have a the Meg Sound. You can have the Cardi B. Yeah. But can we have the Simone box too for these little girls to look yeah, at? Yeah. I, I that, that's That's it. what I'm saying. Like you can you can have this here. And I don't even putting on I don't know the woman personally, so I for you know, I don't know what Simone was doing in her downtime, but as a representation for what little girls looking at, options. Like yeah. when we were kids like, we talk about hip-hop music all the time. All the time. About what stuff is. I remember um, we were talking, like, uh, some friends of mine were talking about the influence, like, what these the kids are listening to now. Yeah. I said, I remember growing up listening to Ice Cube and Scarface. Yeah. And I remember growing up listening to, you know, Snoop and Dre. Yeah. But I also remember
1: listening to Kid and Play and Kwame yeah. and DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And I'll and, do you one better. I also remember listening to Jodeci, Guy, Bobby yeah. Brown, I'll be sure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? um, high five, you know, yeah. what I'm talking about like, portrait, key. exactly. Tony Braxton, all you know, that stuff. Janet Jackson, you know, Michael Jackson was still popping. Uh, Prince was still popping. It was alternatives, but also it was a good balance. That's it. So at the end of the day, you know, and, and especially when hip hop emerged with R and B and the cultures emerged to make this beautiful thing that really kind of infused, uh, It infused black culture in such a way that it defined every emotion. Now, you have in this modern day, I was just talking to one of my little young shorties and he was letting me know, literally the era that we're in, in the era of clout chasing, yeah. um, it was for us street cred, right? And when he told me it turned around for like their music genre, it was like, remember the New Boys, uh, what's that dang song? Um, uh, Ray
0: J's Little Squad.
1: Wasn't it? Was it Ray J's? Yeah. I, I don't know. If he, I I, they probably were affiliated. But anyway, it was a, it was a, like Cat Daddy, songs yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah yeah, 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 You know what I mean? Like, um, do the Dougie. This is how I Dougie. Yeah, things yeah. of that nature. Immediately, because the music was more like, let's dance. Yeah. Let's swag you're it jerk. out. Right? you jerk. jerk. Yeah, you're oh, a jerk. Yeah, All yeah, those yeah. things. Yeah. Like, that was used. But they were still, like, you know, tight fitted jeans, the whole bit, drill music came. The Chicago influence. And then all of a sudden, from youngins, and we've always had gangster shit, we've always had hardcore shit, no matter what. But it came from you're a jerk, hanging out, getting girls, going to the party, you know what I'm saying? To Chief Keep and the emergence of drill music that influenced a culture and it influenced music uh, in New York and influence music in Louisiana and influenced yeah. music in Atlanta it, in, in Miami it turned around to have Takashi six nines you know what I'm saying that yeah. we're looking at because they've been influenced and now their influence becomes the rhetoric that our young people are like absorbing and then they start uh you know mimicking these individuals and from what we used to do we used to follow and rock with folks that were authentic. That's why Tupac stood out for us, right? Yeah. That's why guys like Big Daddy Kane stood out for us. Because we looked at Big Daddy Kane, and we're listening to his lyrics, like this motherfucker really is a smooth operator. Yeah. and The lifestyles fit what the lyrics were saying.
0: And I think, too, the, the foundation made a difference. Because as much as I was... I've always said Ice Cube my favorite rapper. And, and as much as I could listen to Ice Cube, and I could listen to Scarface and the Ghetto Boys, and I could listen... That's not what my life looked like, and that's not what my home life was. Like, like there's, I was just as influenced. I said I was just as influenced by Ice Cube as I was by Kid and Play, like and I was just as
1: influenced by Ice Cube as I was with KRS One, yeah. Public Enemy. You yeah. know what yeah.
0: I mean? It, it, to me, I was like my home life did not represent that, and I had a foundation to be able to discern and, and separate the two. And it was okay. Like it's, if you yeah, it, have- it was just like It was like watching yeah. Rambo. Or, or Predator. I'm watching these people shoot up everything and blow stuff up. No part of me thought I was about to go home and, and strap on the AK and start, you know, running through the streets of Cali.
1: But I think that when it really started to majorly influence the core of our society in black America, I really believe it's after the Rodney King um rights. You know, we had ninety two. I was just watching Def Jam um, with some of my people and uh, went to the Bay Area for a little bit. And we were watching how culturally correct and how in tuned the comedians were with what was going on at a particular time. Yeah. Two of the major things that they always talked about um, in that 92. And if you think about how troubling that 92 was, I'm going to give you one. I want you to guess the other one. It was the Rodney King beating and a very prominent person in a black community went to prison in 92 went to prison in 92 yep. oh i don't mm-hmm. know went to prison was um i'm pretty sure if, if i'm gonna if he didn't go to prison he was on trial back when tyson was there you go yeah. mike tyson yeah so I'm, i wouldn't believe he did he go into uh, um, prison in 92 he lost or in douglas in 90 so 92 so, so maybe he might have been in prison because, in 92 so in that sense of that was still a topic of discussion right. the whole rape case right yeah. and then the whole Rodney King and with that 93 it seemed like everything shifted and at the same time hip hop still wasn't even for black America the go to genre of music yeah people were still singers people still wanted to be artists. yeah and and, and 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 folks were still kind of like oh yeah I like this hip hop they were kind of like talking about it like it was just some it was weird. Cute. yeah it was, I was like this. I like those hip hop guys like they were totally different yeah so after 93 and I as I told you I've said it many times before. I believe it. 93 is when they allowed the niggas to get money. And, you know, I don't use that N word at all. But when I say it, I want to speak it with volumes when they allow them to get money. I think that's when all bets were aside and it no longer became about us controlling our narrative. It started circling into the control narrative, started coming from the machine. And when the machine started to do what it did, you no longer had A&Rs. That was a part of the culture. Yeah. You no longer had um independent, um black uh companies that knew what they were doing. You kind of had what we see today in this big corporation kind of uh complex structure where it's like you have to have a Walmart to basically say your city is your city. You know what I'm saying? You have to have a Walmart in every fucking city when you don't have to have a mom's and pops where you should have a mom's and pops because it speaks more to the community that's represented.
0: Okay, so two people who drastically changed the course of how hip hop music was seen as a business and how it was structured, uh, though they were seen to be pitted as rivals. In the annals of history, 20, 30 years from now, people, if they really look at it and do their research, will see how pivotal these two individuals changed the scope of what hip-hop music is today. One is Sean Puffy Combs, and the other one is Marion Suge Knight. For sure. And Sean Combs went from AR r backup dancer, all that stuff, uh, to what he did in the fusing of hip-hop and R&B with what he did with... Jodeci's, Mary Come, Lodge. yeah, Jodeci's "Come and Talk to Me" remix, Father MC, which was a huge moment where you took a church-sounding R&B group. Because yeah. if you take Jodeci back, if anybody's ever, if you're not familiar, if you're a little young, or if you taken them in, they were all what North Carolina, yeah. South choir Carolina boys. choir boys. When you listen to the keys that they sang in, this is this is church choir boys yeah. singing sex-based <laughs> like songs, so they was familiar in tone. But then they was speaking to youth yeah. and Puffy fused them with hip hop and you were just like, it's OK. It's kind of church, kind of choir. I kind of remember the hymn. I can feel it. They got soul in it. They speaking about stuff I want with a beat that I can dance to yeah. because R&B before was, you know, balladeers. And that's what you yeah. put on on the late night doom, doom, or they were doom, doing, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so joint. and so what he did is he kind of fused a bunch of things together and created a lane that did not previously exist. Yeah. The second part for Suge is that Suge proved that through street tactics, because Puffy did it through boardroom style. Yeah. They did uh, with Uptown yeah. to Arista and, and the deals they got through Bad Boy and all that. That was going through major machines under Andre Harrell and a bunch of guys uh, under Clive Davis's boys. Some of them over there and like the like, death row was independent. Death row notes from sick weighted records of E40 and was street Negroes who used muscle and money to get their artist just as big as the people who were using the corporate machine. Yeah. And so you well, had... Well, it was kind of easier because I think mean, they had Dr. Dre that was already a pioneer. Yeah, but what yeah. I'm saying is... So you had the representation. Mm-hmm. So you had somebody who was like, Suge was strong-arming folks or handing briefcases full of money. And he was getting... And his artists were at the same level of the dudes who were going through all the corporate machines, walking all the ropes and shaking all the hands and kissing babies. Mm-hmm. And that show, which alternatives that showed that you didn't have to just go through the machine to make it because these dudes out west are doing it off of just hustle and throwing haymakers yeah. and that changed the, the scope for a lot of people because there's a lot of people who were in regions who were like i don't have the corporate ties new york is not messing with us because of our region uh, we don't know those corporate stuff oh these dudes is doing it off the street, yeah, and they talking reckless, yeah, and they calling folks out, yeah. If you don't want your executive producer dancing all in the video, no. you know, all over the track, like in in those two guys, they drastically changed the game, yeah, yeah, and you it got corrupted. It positive or negative? And you
1: know? it, no, no, I think it was probably a mo- the most negative thing, even though it was a positive thing, because at the end of the day, we lost control, yeah. And when we lost control of an industry that we had. The makings, we had the blueprints, excuse me, the black blueprints, we had everything we needed the charisma, the character, the strategies, um, the streets, and even in a sense, the independence. We had all of that and we gave it away because no longer is death row relevant and bad boy has now channeled into more of great things that, you know, Puff Daddy has put together, Diddy, whatever he calls himself. That he's put in, he's
0: still puffy to me, but that's um, yeah.
1: Low. <laughs> I mean, he's he's been able to create a, a conglomerate um, that is um, unmatched on so many different levels as yeah. a you know a mogul a mogul that you kind of want to aspire to, even though there's a lot of things to me that's very patchy in his um, come up as well as his sustainability. And I and I say that by looking at his artists, and I also say that by not understanding why if this bad boy didn't go in flames like death row. Could you not continue to be um, like all of the other, Uh, record labels that you were following behind and i and i just i don't know i have a lot of questions in that that's not this is not the conversation but i do know that there were a lot of positives and negatives on both those climaxes because i think at the end of the day it just allowed us to be prisoners of different sides west and um and, and east and it also didn't allow us to take control in places where we could really control could you imagine if puff and Shug, who were once friends before they broke out, me- remained friends. Could you imagine if there was never this beef between Biggie and Tupac, which led to both their demise? Not saying that one led to the other, but just, because just, that, what it, created, it was all in entangled in one kind of mafioso underground situation that was deeper than rap it led to both these brothers' demise. What we could be doing in music right now, our problem now in music is so out of control that even if you wanted to bring it back to where it is, because many have tried, the attempts are futile because you can't get these young kids to get out of this mold because now the young kids control it and the narrator, uh, the puppet master, as I would like to say it, is the system of white supremacy. (laughs) Like, now they do whatever they want to do like they do with everything else they consume. Yeah, there's no,
0: uh, for better or for worse, there's no fence around the yard. So it's one thing if you can sit there and say, okay, well, I I don't need anybody to tell me what to do. I want to create. Why does there need to be a system to hold me down? The same way some folks need a job, like the, the, some, some folks need to have somebody telling them when to be there, when to go home, how long to do and what degree of productivity they need to put out in a given day. Yeah. There's folks who need that, like the idea of everybody should should be in complete control of whatever they want to do all the time. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Some folks need to be told what to do. And there'll be some folks, if they're honest, will tell you, yeah, I, I need somebody to kind of help corral me because I shouldn't be left to my own devices. Not at all. You know, and, and so with, when all that Puffy and Chug and, and then you can go further as, you know, the cash money and the No Limits and all that stuff. Rough Riders. All those Rockefeller. things. Rockefeller. And then you got a bunch of people who fast forward to the Soldier Boy era who realized that they could put out their own ringtone yep. and put out their own music And become millionaires in a year and be, you know, a millionaire at 17 without the need of going through either you didn't need the streets. To to, to to strong arm for you to order or to you know to put up this dope money for this and that, mm-hmm. and you didn't need the boardroom to sign off as a board of directors to to to, to okay your radio airplay. I got the you know?
1: internet. Yeah, and
0: soldier boy. Social
1: media. Once again,
0: history will probably not remember him kindly, uh, because with the Draco and the and Drake and all that other extra stuff he was on. But when they talk about the history of hip hop, you cannot go. You cannot leave him out Mm -hmm. because for all the the, the Internet era rappers, that's him. That's him. He's the guy who who figured out a way that he didn't have to do it through hustling strong arm tactics through the streets, nor did he have to go through the corporate route and, and get the big corporations to sign off on him. He figured out. Let me put this on my MySpace page. Let, let let me make this ringtone. <laughs> let, let me <laughs>
1: the ringtones. Let, let me like, get this dang. stuff out there, and he he finagled that into it too. I made to a little, a little, bit little of, empire. I made a little bit of ringtone money back in my day. Yeah, in so I mean groups, you man. know,
0: but that that's what you options, and, and you know, like water, it's just gonna eventually start finding the cracks and and, and figure something out. I think that having a, different ways of seeing things and having multiple options, multiple avenues is great. We don't all have one streamlined way of thinking, so there shouldn't be one streamlined you know, way to, to, to follow. Uh, but we get people out here who have ideas that kind of go against the grain, mm-hmm. and we quick to give them the side eye if it goes against what we believe. Yeah, sure. Now, we had uh, one gentleman who's in the news as of late made a loose rep. I call it just a loose rap, when you're just talking without thinking it through. And uh, now I don't know how much of that is him telling on himself versus how much of that is him just not really thinking what this sounds like when you say it out loud. It was him speaking truth to power, baby. Power. Well, I'm talking about the brother tank. I know. He's speaking his truth not, to power. He's speaking his truth. If you're not sure who Tank is, Tank's been around forever. Songwriter. He wrote like on uh some stuff for Aaliyah. He was with the group TGT, him, uh, Tyrese and Genuine. He's had a, a, an illustrious solo career. He's what's,
1: written, his, what's his what's his what is his like biggest hit? Uh I don't think I think he's just made good songs. Ain't nothing really memorable, huh? He's just been around. Yeah, it's like you can't, because you know, like with Bobby Brown, you can attach him to uh, Roni, you can attach him yes. to So Be Cruel, Every Little Step I Take, you know what I'm saying? BBD, you can attach him to Poison, I'll Be Sure All Night and Day. You know, what is that song that you say, that's Tank?
0: I didn't mess with Tank like that. But I mean, because
1: he so, so, he's never
0: had no real memorable song So like that. I remember, he wrote on Aaliyah's last album. Okay. The... the uh, uh, we need a resolution. Yeah. Um just for people trying to put a contact yeah. the, the 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 album the, what was the the it was Rock the Boat, um, all okay. that stuff on that album. Okay, he he did that right I don't know if he did that particular song. Uh but but that album. Okay. And so I know he was involved with that. And um, I don't know of a of a, a Yeah, nobody knows.
1: <laughs> that's that's actually a sixty four thousand dollar question. I'm just saying. I mean you just it just wants some of those artists. Never, cause you like I say, there are artists that you can put with a hit. Mariah has a, a yeah, long I list. Yeah, I know the, the Win- Win- we song list. was cool. Tony got a long list. Mary J got a long list. You wrote some Genuine Genuine, excuse me, has a a, a a a the Pony song. That's
0: why they used to have beef in the group because uh, Genuine has has the biggest best catalog. So they used to issue about the money because they they used to argue that should have been a three way split, like all thirds. And Genuine wasn't with that program.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, is that, is they,
0: they had issues because it was like, this should be a, a, a equal part um, split. And Genuine is almost kind of like this conversation here. He's like, mm, let's compare hits. <laughs> Y'all Negroes can be done in about 15 minutes. They want to hear Tyrese, they want to hear Lately and uh, Sweet Lady, and maybe throw something new you're doing. Tank, I don't even and know again, what's over there. Speak <laughs>
1: on that. Tyrese, like, Tyrese has at least. Some hits you identify with. Tank, don't have it. Look at you. you still looking around. I'm really, the only thing that I can think of, I know
0: I know a song he did that I like was that When We, but that's on
1: 2017. And I was about to sing a song that Brian McKnight uh, sang because he kind of reminds me a little bit, kind of like Brian McKnight, a little bit Tank. Um, and that wasn't a Tank song. It was a Brian McKnight song. And yeah. even Brian McKnight song has a song. Even freaking the white boy Johnny B has a song. You oh, oh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Oh, 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 I rock with John B. I'm just saying. Looking like Clay What Thompson, is that Daddy? song that Tank has? <laughs> Please tell us. Because it ain't one. But let's go into what.
0: So, uh, he was on um, what, uh, Angela Yee's uh, Lip Service. Shots out to that show. So, uh, and. I don't. I'm not even going to lie and say that I understand the what the what the
1: premise of what it, what the original conversation was. I have no clue. It was about liars, and a liar is just as bad as saying this. Okay, so I somewhere in there
0: the conversation slipped to it was addressing uh, homosexuality, and what constitutes being. Homosexual Something to the effect of I don't go to the phrase I'm not even going to do the setup properly Because I'll be doing it a disservice He said something to the effect That a man can perform oral sex on another man And that in itself does not make him gay Twice Yeah well that was the first part He said that a dude can do it the first time And not be sure Like he did the first time Like "Eh, I don't know how I feel about this And then do it the second time And be like no this isn't for me And that was just an experience as opposed to,
1: he's homosexual and that he's definitively gay. You gay? I mean, just I'm just saying you 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 gay. You have gay tendencies, and this is not a homosexual um, rant. Or no, not what what is that? what is a homophobic? Excuse me. Okay. It's not a homophobic rant. It's just exactly what you said it was, and you know, and if that's what he wants to normalize. In a behavior I've said this to my girlfriends That I've talked to about You know Sexual things And they've told me several times Barry If you suck some penis I could not rock with you Even though you came back Like that one boy Who had that I am delivered I'm delivered I'm I don't like men's no more I don't like men's no more Right (laughs) I like women's Right You would be gay (laughs) to me And in the same sense there's things that women hate, where we say when a woman has multiple uh, bodies, as we like to say, um, we would look at them, even though they weren't out there, you know, selling a body for sex. We'd look at them like they was hoax. Okay. And you know, these are kind of some things that unfortunately are just certain rules that you can't come back from. I, if I was engaged with the male. Trying to come back it would be very hard for me if I was being honest with the people that I was dealing with. And that's why a lot of these dudes who come home, they're not honest when they say come home, come home from their little 10 year bid, 20 year bid that get down with a man. They come back. They don't say nothing because they already know they're not going to be accepted. Right. So in a sense of tank saying that it's not that he has sugar in the tank, but I believe that he's exposing a industry. Okay. And culture that is kind of really been accepted. It's like a lot of these dudes are the sex symbols in front of us on TV, on the stage. But they really have a lot of bisexual tendencies. And in a sense of bisexuality, to me, is that they're gay. Okay. That's just what I'm you know, throwing out. I just know for me, there's certain things that I don't have to relate to. I don't have to relate to going to jail because guess what? Jail ain't a thing that I want to do. I don't have to and I can't relate on sucking a penis because I don't think about that. You know what I mean? I'd rather just go ahead and make love to that good area that the queens have and that's good enough for me. That just can't be a case of options. There's no options in that. That just can't be a
0: case of this or that.
1: This is not a this or that thing. It's a bottom line and I have no problem and that's what you do. But that's not what I do. And I honestly think that him saying that and putting himself and actually telling on himself and then saying that we're homophobic, that shit ain't got nothing to do with being homophobic. It's just, Negro, that's not what I'm doing. I am a black masculine male. That means I'm not a toxic toxic masculinity whatever the shit they want to say yeah another european word that they put value in i am masculine i am a man i like women (laughs) you know what i'm talking about i love black women so i like women but i love black women so let me preface that i'm not a dick sucker you know what i'm saying i don't suck cock i don't suck penis it's not an option you know what i'm saying and i think that when we try to normalize these kind of behaviors and push it on our youth and being like, oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I think that doesn't give them really the options because we're now sensationalizing things that in before we never sensationalized because it just doesn't. If that's your thing. Yeah, that's your thing. But don't start spreading it and making it to be like, well, well you know what? King said. We have to have options, and I'm not really a dick sucker. If I did it twice to find out that shit was so bogus, <laughs> so out of the way, it's okay. like he gets a silly ass Negro of a week for sure
0: on that shit. Okay, so now, let's, so take that. We're talking about options. We're talking about having this and that and choices that we can make. Or so, you watch
1: it when we say options, man.
0: What I'm, I'm saying. I, so what are you saying? So it, let's remove the fact that he the pedal Let's if he just said, I'm just gonna stand on that. And I'm not gonna d- debate it or, or argue if, if that's his belief system that you can do the dude can do this a couple times I, and, in, and in his mind that does not definitively make you this or that. And then he just walked away from it. Let the internet be what it's gonna be and, and folks talk about. What they I don't think about. you can walk away from it. No, but w- what I'm saying is if that was the case, we have such a, a thing to where we don't we don't allow room for that. Like there there can't be a that's what you think over there and I'm just going to let you think that over there. What? Which, which? a matter of fact, he gay. Is that what no, you're no, saying? No. Like if, if not even just tank, a difference of opinion, a difference of belief system, a different of this is the way that you see something. And it goes against the bulk of the group. Like because most folks will agree that if a dude is is is, is, is takes the that he's homosexual. That's 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 most. I would say most people's view that we a lot of times in society don't let folks just have that. Like, if you want to believe that and then go off and live in this merry little world thinking that, why is it like we can't just, nah, I can't, nah, 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 nah,
1: well, nah. Well, because, nah. I, I, one, I think that it sometimes comes off perverted. Two, I think that there's a real serious attack on masculinity, black men masculinity. Okay. To a level to where it's like, we literally cannot really have a real conversation about sexuality, um, um, homophobia. We can have a, a, a conversation about being a straight man or a, being a gay man in a way to where if I say, well, I'm not really into that. Right. Yeah. Prefacing like I i am homophobic. Or if I say, no, nah, I'm not with that, that gay shit. Oh, I've just said a, uh, a, 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 a slur. slur, a racial slur, yeah, yeah. whatever. It's almost kind of like gay people. LGBTQ can do whatever they want. Everything is perfect under their, their rainbow, but anytime we say, ah, I'm not really with it, it's an attack on them. And I think that it isolates folks to just allow Tank to say some things and brush it off. It's because we're, we know, we just got done talking in our first part of um, our podcast, we know what influenced us. Yeah. We know the influences of, of hip-hop, what it's done for the good and for the bad. When a culture is being promoted as if it can do no wrong and it's promoted a lifestyle that it's okay to try this, try that, it's not even giving really true choice as much as they say everybody should have a choice. Okay, well, let's have a choice without promoting it down our throats where there is actually no counterattack. Like there's no counterpoint. Okay. We're having a conversation, but I can never have a counter because if I have a counterpoint, I'm homophobic. Okay. I'm toxic masculinity. What the fuck? Okay, so take take, <laughs> take it a step further after that. So I get that specifically. Did you find Tanks
0: uh, uh hit song? One thing that I did yeah, by he, no, a no, no, he wrote Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote Marcus Houston's uh naked song. Okay,
1: this is about here's the thing what you're saying.
0: Yeah.
1: He's wrote we know a lot of memorable songs. We're saying, as an artist, has he had that one No,
0: no, no. I've already said no. Exactly. I, 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 but then again, I'm being honest and saying I'm not a, a fan like that, bro.
1: He hasn't. You would have figured that out even without saying. I have named like twenty. Yeah, different artists I know. Like I said, you know. I, yeah, I know. He. They I think, got that one. I, and song. I think
0: he even wrote uh, Jay Valentine's uh, "She Worth the Trouble" oh, or "She Wore the or Something like that. I, I'm congratulations. So that's what I'm saying. saying so that. I think it's, uh, he, he middle of the road, dude. Yeah. So, so taking what he did but kind of setting it aside so I'm talking about the idea of folks having the ver- the difference of opinion if, if a black dude came up or a black woman was like uh, I'm an atheist there's a lot of us who just couldn't let that ride like the same way that if, if a black person was like no I'm, I'm a hardcore Republican a lot of us can't let that ride yeah I get what you're saying like like uh, the idea of just letting somebody have whatever their thought process yeah. is and just let them be over it's one thing if he's like trying to convince you mm-hmm. About that this is okay. Or they're mm-hmm. trying to convince you to, to not believe in, in God or whatever. But mm-hmm. they're not. They're just stating a uh, matter of opinion for what they personally believe. A lot
1: of us can't let that happen. 20 years ago, maybe even 25, what Tank would have said would have just been tanked. Yeah. And that would have just been it. Okay, he said it. kept Keep it moving. Yeah. But again, our preference to the attack on the black man's masculinity. Right? You just had freaking Pharrell on a, a GQ magazine with this big old draped, I don't know, jacket dress okay. and said, like, the new uh, masculine, new black masculinity, yeah. whatever, black masculinity. Yeah, wearing a
0: duvet cover. Yes. It's, cover and it's like,
1: so my masculinity now is what? It, 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 it's considered toxic. It, it doesn't matter no more. Like, to be a straight heterosexual black man, it's irrelevant because we got Negroes promoting well, sucking penis, and so I can't sit there and promote. Well, I rather just eat some pussy. Okay, so is, <laughs> I'm is, just is saying, the, is, the,
0: is the argument is maybe the better, the other way to look at it? Is is, is it because every time we say something, since every black person is a representative, every time we leave the house, like I've said it before, we've addressed it. Most of America does not have a, an intimate relationship with black people, just by numbers. So most, as, as well as black people, go ahead. Yeah. So most people's experience or what they attach to "quote unquote" black behavior is what they see on the internet, what they see in movies, TV, music, like that's oh, that's how black people are. So without actually having a real yeah. world, like yeah. this is this is no 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 it's different. So whenever time a, a black person stands up and says something, there is a sect of the population who thinks oh that's must be what they Absolutely, believe. Yeah because I, I get the, the the tank part when it addresses like the LBGT and, and what masculinity is but we don't let there's another brother who is known for just saying stuff and we can't just write him off as just saying stuff we we go after him every time he opens his mouth and that's Kanye Yeah. like er, every time we would sit there and say why can't why have we not reached a point to where we just say that's Kanye like like the same dude who who, who, who he got infatuated with his wife, because he saw her in a sex tape with another man is on tv making a case to that he doesn't like her dressing sexy and it makes him feel bad when she goes out Mm. like at this point we should understand that he's not the dude we're going to for solid factual you know the movement and and, but we can't every time he says something as a society we got to jump on him and try to curve his thinking Every time somebody comes out and makes a statement, we got to call him every name in the book. We got to call her every name in the book. We got to talk about Stacey Dash. We yeah. got to insult Omarosa. Yeah. We got you know, to talk, you know, talk about a Kanye or a yeah. Why don't we, why can't we just say that's how those individuals think over there
1: and just leave the hell alone? Because we're, um, we're first, we're in love with celebrity. I think that's just one of the major things we've gotten. So, um, the r- romanticized over celebrities and, uh, Everything that they do, I think that's one of the major contents of why as this era, like I said before, street cred, cloud chasing. The cloud chasing becomes that we have to continue to chase these individuals because they've been promoted to be important to us. The whole Kanye thing compared to the tank thing, it's like, I don't even understand why we are even having a conversation about Kanye when he basically told us. That he doesn't understand our history and content about the slavery comment when he basically told us um, that he's riding with a guy that let's say Donald Trump isn't racist that we can we can argue that Okay. who he is as a figure in America has been so divisive. In the same sense, he's not here to bring people together. He's here to tear people apart. And I love Donald Trump in a content of saying that because he's exposed what our government truly is. Right. But I'm not going to stand by this guy that, again, has a statement that says make America great again. If you don't put a definition to that phrase, my remembrance If you're saying it as a white male was when we were enslaved, when we were beat, raped and all these other things. Because that's what I remember. America was flourishing in the same sense. Any part of America, we weren't a part of the fold to make it flourish. So what are you talking about with that statement? So with Kanye, with his new rendition of Jesus is king. This is a lot deeper than the Jesus walk. <laughs> it's a lot deeper than Jesus, like walks. Jesus walk. like Jesus Walks. Yeah, I mean, I love Jesus per, per, Walks. Like but Zim. I don't really look at him as uh, that individual. Kanye man. is not my personal Lord and Savior. He's not. He's not that dude. <laughs> I was. I was okay with the whole is because we are as black men and black women, we are gods and goddesses. So let's put that out there. We are. The, there is God in us. Yeah. But I watch his antics from the ranting. Um, from the ill behavior to just picking a porn star as a wife to all of the egotistical things that he has done. I watch it and see this newfound person that knows he done screwed up with the whole Trump thing and has just found a different way to now repackage himself, reinvent himself, and sell us some more BS and hoopla. If I only say, because shouts out to my cousin, because she's one of the choir girls that's on the album so i don't know i give her some credit on that yeah. but this kind of fuckery i don't even know why it exists and i don't even know why we're at the stage of still talking because he should have been left alone he should have been deaded out and the fact that we're having this conversation about an album called jesus is king what he has done is calculatedly figured out the way to get back in the graces of black people's good saving i'm gonna talk about christ Sure. And until this motherfucker tells us who the hell Christ is in a sense of well, what color was Christ? I want to know that. Did you go into the album and say Jesus is black? <laughs> because this whole thing, yeah. okay, but that that show me Kanye that you Kanye. Okay,
0: right? my thing is okay. So when just him is a brief example. He's somebody that had a whole. Okay, we talked about Penny Hardaway earlier. Penny Hardaway had that great season when he played with Shaq. Phenomenal season. I had about two or three. But 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 when they made the run,
1: it was it? It was a good strong. It was three year run. You, you know what I'm saying? But, 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 but when they, you know, they went to because the, they went to the they went to the uh, they knocked out the Bulls. They went to the finals went and then Saki Olajuwon. and then they lost again. and Then they went back and then they that's when everything fell yeah. apart. So
0: they had a good three year yeah. run. So if, if you take a slice of his career, those three years, you take a slice of Tracy McGrady's career. You take a slice of... Uh, there's a lot of people who had who had pieces, and we try to define them by that era. Mm-hmm. We, I'm gonna, And Sometimes we do it negatively, where we used to get in trouble as a, as a teenager, or we was a little wild in our 20s, yeah. and no one wants to let you forget the summers from 22 to 27. Yeah. No one wants to let you forget who you were from 15 to 21. Everyone's always going to brand you as that, negatively. Sometimes I think we do that positively. We keep trying to look for the Kanye, that was around for six years. <laughs> like, he had that Penny run. He had that Sean Kemp run. Mm, boy, so like, like he, he he gave you six summers <laughs> where
1: you just really wanted to believe. Yeah, he was going to win that championship, right? But that, was, that could have just been... An era. It wasn't like, a LeBron James run. But, but what it I'm wasn't saying a is that we run.
0: keep looking for saying like, no, nah, I want, I want that Kanye. I want that Kanye back. I want, I want that six year run Kanye. Listen, and that that could be the same thing as saying,
1: I, I, I want that. I want that three year penny. Jesus walked. Kanye West has walked off. Oh, he has left the building. Bit uh, Bush don't like black people. Kanye West left, left the building. Never coming back. <laughs> yeah, and so I think for us sometimes we keep. Holding
0: him to a standard that we keep saying, but the same reason why we want people to let us live and not keep throwing the 24 year old us at us at 40 is the same reason why we need to let go of the six year run Kanye and look at the dude who's in front of us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we keep trying to make this dude out to be somebody who he, he was in transition. Mm-hmm. He had some things going on. Life changed, Lost his mama, which I don't think anybody gives enough credence to enough weight to. For how that drastically affected that man, mm-hmm. uh, his whole support structure was gone. And then look who he put in its place.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, and something Snoop had said. He said Kanye does not have any strong black women in his life. Mm. And he was, and, and he said, I don't know if anybody ever noticed. He said, but he, there are no strong black women in Kanye West's life. Mm. And he doesn't even have strong black men in his life the two dudes he gravitated to are are no longer there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the guy who he was under that environment, with that influence at that time period in that transition, that dude's left the building. And and so I think that we just keep holding on. But what what I look at is, is that what is it the same way we had NWA at the same time we had Tony, Tony, Tony. At the same time, we had Moore's Day in the Time. Man. At the same time, we had Whitney Houston and Man. Anita Baker. Man. At the same time, we had Heavy D and the Boys and Chub Rock. At the same time, we had Sonic and, and BDP. At the same time, we had you know Big Daddy Kane and MC Light and salt and Pepper and Herbie Lovebug, that whole camp, all them. Why can't we just let these folks be over there? Because there's people who messed with... Stetson Sonic who didn't mess with NWA yeah. there's people who who were die hard Scarface
1: and the Ghetto Boys fans who, who who couldn't sit through DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince I think with like people like Kanye we gave him iconic before he became iconic and I think that because he told us he was the greatest it was almost like the same rendition of Muhammad Ali we believed he was the greatest yeah. and in the same sense we could argue if Muhammad Ali was the greatest of all time in boxing is he? I don't... I I, I, I beg to no, differ. No, no. We,
0: we call the totality of who he was as a man. But if you want to go pound for pound to the scorecard, no. There's but guys who fought more competitive.
1: Kanye, yeah. in a sense of when, like I said, the era of what Chief Kaif brought to the industry, the drill music, right? When there was a time where hip-hop was going to a different direction, it was skinny jeans, and it was like a lot of dancing, it was just a happy-go-lucky... It became a thing to where Keith, Chief Keith was a, a breath of a fresh air. Yeah. Where Kanye West did the same thing in the game. Where it was all of this, man, I had to... Remember, it was about street cred. If you didn't have some kind of street cred somewhere, it's like, you're out. Here came Kanye, pink polos, even though um, your boy Cameron came up before. But was your everyday average kid. And that everyday average kid that listened and consumed a lot of hip-hop was now being represented, even though we had Tribe Called Quest, even though we had the Jungle Brothers, um, De La Soul, some of these other ones, it was a more newer, hipper version that was immense, and where I was never hood, but I hung around a lot of hood dudes, right, where Kanye was from the gutter, even though he had a nice family and they probably lived in a good yeah, he was suburban area, yeah. but he was now infused in Rockefeller with all of these, like, lyrical gangsters yeah. that it made it feel unique. It would have been, like, at the height of Q-Tip's career, really embracing nwa right you know what yeah. i'm saying it would have been one of those kind of emergencies where q-tip who should get a lot more credit because it's kind of like he was one of those folks that helped discover like a, a a young kanye west right but the reality i feel we just can't let go of certain folks that we believe is iconic as we always will always always talk about michael jordan we will always talk about muhammad ali and unfortunately kanye got that Even though we're finding out as iconic as we thought he was, he wasn't making all his beats. And he for sure wasn't writing all his lyrics. Like, this is a shit that we've figured out, but we've already labeled him. He's already got the platinum plaques. Like, even now that you say something, you're kind of like, eh, we've fallen on deaf ears because he's coming with this new. Reinvented style of now I'm giving my life to Christ because that's what Black people love to do. Yeah. Black people love to give it to the Lord, and now we've embraced it, but we forgot about every comment that he made. Okay, so my my thing maybe it, maybe it's
0: just my interpretation. I see a man who's not wrapped that tight. He's I, crazy. Well, no, but but, and, but what <laughs> He's I mean, by, but what I mean by that is I think this is dude who, who has some mental health issues. I think, Big is, time. I think this is somebody who more so than say the chemical imbalance that needs to be on medication. I think it's somebody who just really needs some therapy. He needs help. I think he's got a lot of emotional stuff he needs to work through. But and if you've
1: been given all that you've been given, right? Yeah. And you've been pretty much catered to and babied at one particular time kanye was humbled because he had no money kanye was humbled because he didn't have broads giving up their their panties at a drop of the dime he was humbled because guess what the people around him that i think balanced him were better lyricists then he got that ego shoved up and it's been over okay but okay so even sticking
0: with that because i remember uh, there's artists who come out and say when they met him and didn't know who he was on the planet his his ego was still on 20 and, and, and the stuff that used to come out of his mouth. But what I look at is if you look at the patterns How of a kid, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see a kid who has a very short attention span, who's very smart and creative. So and very erratic in, in thought. So he's all over the place. I don't know if this is necessarily a well thought out strategic plan, as is this is just honestly what catches his attention right now that he got back into to church music. He's listening to melodies. I think that that the creative side of him got a spark when he started thinking about what he <laughs> could do with 90s hip uh, R&B with uh, old, you know, church spirituals and putting his twist on the beat and and writing lyrics to the same, you know, cadence of an R&B song, but using the gospel. I think it's just his creative brain working, not necessarily. I got this well thought out strategic plan to get back in the good graces of black people. I think this is just right now. If you wait two summers and you put him around a bunch of rock and roll artists, you'll get a Kanye rock album. Because that's what interests him at the time. Yeah, and
1: I think that, and, and and you could be very right on that, but I think strategically it was played out because what he did first, he did the Sunday services to see what the, the volume was, was to see how much are they going to spit me out. And what should have happened, we should have spit you out and say, hey, dude, get up out of here. But because we clout chase in this era, because Star is a lot more bigger than anything else We have a president that is in the midst of a scandal that can impeach him, and people ain't even talking about it. At the same particular time, the same party that he is in, not a majority, but some folks are still trying to make it seem like it's not that big of a deal. Oh no, it's a big deal. But because Donald Trump has star power, not presidential power, but star power, we pretend to think that this shit is so irrelevant that it doesn't even really matter because guess what everybody else does it nah man if you're the president of the united states you're held to a different standard than any other human being on this earth so i would think with kanye west man okay this way with kanye west i think the reality is he lives in his own reality and whatever kanye west feels he's going to do it's going to be the best benefit not for us but for the world, and that's how I be. That's how egotistical he is. I get that, but if, if
0: we're a group of people who can write off a president who had what was it, thirteen sexual assault, rape allegations, all that stuff leading into his election, we as a we as Black Americans uh, did did not flinch. Like Black
1: people didn't flinch. Or, was, it was, it was, white folks had to flinch. It, but, it didn't no, no, matter about no, us. No, no. But
0: what I'm saying is that for our radar for caring wasn't there. Why can't we put Kanye in the same pile? Because there's a whole lot of things that we should care about that we don't. Not at all. Who's the superintendent of your kid's don't school know. district? No clue. Don't care. But you send your kid there five days a week for 180 don't days a year. Don't even know the teachers. Yeah. So there's a bunch of stuff we should care about that we don't. Why can't we just put
1: Kanye in that pile? Why can't we just put because a we are in comment love. in that pile? We are in love with celebrities. We are in love with the clout chasing. We are in love with what's the latest pop culture trend. Before, pop culture was just a, a nice, uh, you know, word to kind of, you know. It just more so meant current events. Yeah, so current, current events. What's popular now, right now in culture. It is our culture overall where it is it even has fallen into our presidency. And I believe that figures like Kanye West have become... The voice box of the people. And when he says something or he does something, no matter how ludicrous it is, we're going to pay attention to it because you have the TMZs of the world. And you also have other individuals that will give him a platform. I mean, he was just on Big Boy Radio. You get what I'm saying? He always will have a platform because he's an artist. So no matter how many times he's pissed off um, individuals in um, the industry. Kanye West is good business, Kanye West is going to run ratings, Donald Trump is good business, Donald Trump bring ratings, <laughs> so this is the era of cloud chasing, this is the era of what is going to put, what are we going to put on the TV screen or what are we going to put on YouTube that's going to get some, the amount of hits we need and make sure people tune in, that's the reason why we cannot just say, eh, out of here, not irrelevant, because There will be an individual that will fuel the fuckery and put it right in our face to where we have to come on these platforms and give our opinion on why the shit should not be on our radar, why we shouldn't care, why we should be thinking and operating on a different lens because no one else is going to say it because everyone is going to perpetuate this idea that a tank and a Kanye is functioning with all brain cells. Because before... 25 years ago, Tank would have never made a comment like that. Before, Kanye West would have never talked about slavery in the way he talked about it as if it was like, you know, slaves wanted to be slaves. You know, that's that's just crazy. And so the simple fact that he's doing what he's doing right now. Why not be a prophet? Why not become this um, uh, this TV evangelist? Because everyone else is making money off of it. You got to find out where your next check is coming from.
0: Yeah, I think these are the things that we definitely have to focus on and look at having alternative ways of seeing stuff that everybody is not going to agree with everybody's stance on stuff and that everything I remember as a kid said everything does not require a response and, and that people can have a view that differs and they can have it we don't have to, to give so much energy so much fire and so much spirit specifically just to the stuff that we don't like or the stuff that we say is not important to us and having options and alternative ways of seeing stuff and that if we don't like what's being said we don't like those narratives we don't like these certain people being hoisted up then to provide an alternative of different information narrative changing and folks that we may believe that people should look at these are all stuff that goes on in society goes on in culture goes on in media that is definitely shown to us and definitely something that we have to say something
1: about turn off the damn fucking sound that's all I gotta say turn it off
0: it's been a say something the podcast. I'm Jermaine Morris with Barry Axis. Where can folks find you online to keep um, up with you?
1: Barry Axis, Twitter, Barry Axios IG, Barry Axius Facebook, and of course, with Check us our Facebook, Black Blueprints with a Z, and also our IG, Black Blueprints with a Z. I'm Jermaine Morris on Facebook. Every other social
0: media platform is at J Morris CEO. It's been a say something podcast. Yeah, and until next show, huh? we will holler at you later.
1: Freak on Kanye West.